This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Like at the same time, that was amazing. Good morning. Conspiracy Friday. You betcha. We should be covering the Texas border border but crisis. We'll call it a conspiracy crisis. or invasion. We'll call it an invasion. Yeah. Honestly, like the constitutional crisis. What what what's really like been on my brain since you told me about it yesterday was the the whole um, Carrie Lake thing. Like that's the conspiracy of all conspiracies that people are just ignoring. Right, and Charlotte, she, Charlotte, she's talking about the black pill now. She thinks they're feeding us, they're force feeding us a black pill, wanting us to give up, and that's all that was. That was another one to say, all oh, the politicians are bought off, this is useless, let's just quit voting. Well, I mean, I think, I think that would show you, like, either way, it's it's clear corruption going on, oh, where it's no. either, yeah, you're either being black pilled, as she's saying, or they're just right. straight up doing it. It's not good, whatever. Yeah, no, no matter which way you look at it, there, there's not a good side to it, but it is interesting that they're ignoring the the Trump aspect of right. it, it seems. And, you know, and, there, and it was obvious when, when she was talking, I don't know if you've heard the video yet. I have. Uh, the, the audio. It was pissed. It was obvious yeah. that she was eating something or drinking coffee or something. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she had all that good stuff in a clear bag. Uh, That's a reference to tech basketball, ladies and Tech being the absolute worst. Well, I mean, it's just stupid whenever you have, uh, like, let me clarify for the audience. Um, Mom... Charlotte, I guess that's what y'all, most people call her. Uh, <laughs> she was, like, they, they explained that they had to basically track to the South Pole to be able to get to the um, the entrance of the Tech's uh, basketball stadium because they blocked it off due to more construction going on in this godforsaken city. And um, <laughs> it's it's a disaster to get over there, but they they do it, mom and dad do, uh, with two children. Uphill too. Uphill, <laughs> yes, in their arms, Both on a ways. road. Both ways. And one yeah. of the babies is wearing a backpack. And what's in that backpack are diapers and essentials for babies to not be stinky and smelling for however long a basketball game lasts. And so they get up to the tech uh, stadium. They walk past the Hitler statue. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even explain that. I'm not explaining that. If you come to tech, you will know what we're You'll see the about. Hitler statue. And, <laughs> and you got, they start with the yellow shirts. The yellow shirts say, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't come in here with a backpack because she has a small black bag and a, and a, and a child's backpack. And um, they, they explain the policy is that you can only have clear bags. And it's just frustrating me so much to be dealing with that policy at Tech because we're a small school. Nobody goes to our events, like especially not basketball and football. And we're acting like you're going to see some famous, like huge famous person in a one-on-one meeting and therefore need to get patted down and like just checked. But I mean, like it's just stupid. You can't have a normal bag in there. It's not like... 
anyway, so they stop her. She starts raising a fuss for the first time, which I'm really proud of her because... I know that Steve Lee's going to be shocked that Charlotte broke bag Steve. Yes, she, she broke, broke bad. bad. And... <laughs> It's been it's been needing to happen. Like somebody's needed to do this ad tech for a while, and they probably have before, but I don't know. Like, it, it, but they haven't changed the policy because of it. And um, and then she raises hell to the yellow shirts. The yellow shirts can't handle it, so they bring in the red shirts. <laughs> We're not kidding you. The red shirts. <laughs> yeah, and the red shirts get mad at her, and she's fussing back, saying, "There's no way on earth that I'm walking all the way back over there to the North Pole just to get." back to the south pole without this bag and then that's whenever she threatens to leave it at the door and um they're like whoa 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 like again like actually this freaking woman with two children leaving a bomb on the floor is leaving a bomb right there and so they call a cop over and the cop realizes what's going on and he's just like just freaking go in stop creating a fuss like this is unnecessary so we were very excited about the cops having rationality there thank you police officer and we go to ULM, which nobody knows us at ULM, uh-huh. right? And, you know, we say, hey, we're, you know, Doc Wilk or something. Right, yeah, let, me, let me clarify this okay, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me yeah, yeah. Yeah. Setting it up. They have a policy that each player gets so many free tickets. Okay? Tech does it, too, because it's NCAA rule. So when Doc was playing at Tech, he would call in and say, I got tickets for Charlotte and James or Sarah and James, whoever's going in, right? And then you would get there, and if Doc forgot to call, then Mr. Wilkerson, he didn't call you, call in for you. Well, did you see? They know well, you. You know what? He, Doc is that way. He is going to, and they go, and then when he, then Mr. Wilkerson, I need to see your ID. <laughs> There is not one time that you don't have to give them your ID. Like, I, I remember that, too, because yes. they knew me by the time I was going in. One woman actually knew me from court, too, at one point, and um, it was not in a negative way. Like, I wasn't prosecuting her at the time. I was actually a defense attorney, and um, she still was like, yeah, I need an ID. And it's like, you... I, you know who I am. This exactly. is a small town, Rustin. You struggle to fill the stadium. Yes. And at the front of the door, they got these people yellow jackets. Just you know, it's crazy. All right. So then we go to te- we go to uh, we go to to ULM where Doc is working at the time. Oh so. yeah. And so we go in and say, um, yeah, we are um, looking Doc, for Will Call. Yeah, lo- looking for Will Call. And then it's like when they find out we're Doc Wilkerson's parents. I mean, it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. We get didn't it, have the get red. It. Yeah, it wasn't even so sorry. It wasn't even like that at all. It's like this, we didn't have the red carpet rolled out for you. That's what it felt like. This is how it was. We walked up, and I said, "Can you tell me where Will Call is?" And he said, "Who are you here for?" And I said, "Doc Wilkerson's going in." Yeah, it was. That was it. <laughs> And we have about the same amount of people. So it's just it's just so stupid. And I get really tired of Rustin acting like it's bigger than it, it is. It is. Mm. I'm going to write some uh, an email and send it out to several people at Tech. I'm going to try to say it nicely, but here we are undefeated at home this year. First of all, do you even know that? I didn't know that. Right. No, no nobody clue. is doing anything to, to say, say, hey, this seems pretty good. And I like basketball. Right. And I, yeah, and yeah. We have a loss at home. And, 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 and there's, what, 500 people there? Maybe. You are chasing away a grandmother with two future tech fans. 
I I I am astounded. Yep. Uh, and they need they need uh, a new what is that what is it when you publicity uh PR person. Yeah, we need a new PR. Definitely. <laughs> All right. So today's conspiracy. I have got to say before we get started, just ask how do the Freemasons decide which parades get the big motorcycles and which one get the little Those motorcycles? Those are not Masons. Those are Shriners. Oh. Full disclosure. So we, can't, oh. so we won't have that answer. Well, that just gets rid of an, an entire page of my uh, notes because I was, I was really excited Mason. about that discussion. Had a Masonic <laughs> funeral. I missed the name. Did you hear what Sarah said? <laughs> half of her, half of her, uh, what she was going to talk about is preparation has been thrown away because she was going to explain how they decide which motorcycles. Yeah, no, just, I guess I read the wrong thing and I was, I, I I didn't realize that free shiners weren't Freemasons. Okay. Can, can we have a, a, a day where we do the shriners so we can figure out where the motorcycles, which ones get which? I've sure. met one. He gave me an Elvis scarf at one of those parades. Was he on a big motorcycle, little one? He was on a normal size motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. you see, so you were at a big parade. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. When, you go to, when you go to Cameron, when back when we had the first festival, we only got the mini bikes. Hmm. So Glenn's <laughs> grandfather was a shriner, and my great grandfather was a full leather apron, full Masonic funeral mason. Well, he's going to hell. Probably. And. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. That was no. really rude. <laughs> I shouldn't have said probably. I wasn't We're going to take that back. That's said. actually interesting. No, I didn't know that about your family. Probably. Probably in hell. No. We do not know that, ladies and gentlemen. No, we uh, do not. The, 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 this purgatory. I made uh, jokes and mom, for some reason, I just went with it. Yoke. I just you went with I mean. a terribly dark. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I will listen to what you say from now on before just readily agreeing with Yeah, you. yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually like that. Please keep on just doing that. I'm going to tell you guys real quick why we're in such a good mood today. Glenn brought PJ's coffee. Yes. Mm. Oh, wait. From uh, actually, yeah. we're all enjoying that right From now. From Houghton, freshly ground. <laughs> and, I might add, uh, hand filtered by your streaming. Wow. Oh, okay. That's the extra. Sarah was drinking insane. out of the good stuff. Yeah, I know. This is this incredible. Is like, coffee. That's a hot one. Oh, that, that was what I was thinking. <laughs> the same salad and everything in my head. That's why, why I called my son boy all the time. Yeah. Because. I don't know how, but he was about six years old, and somehow he saw that movie. Huh. Uh, bad parenting on my part. Uh, but, <laughs> Great movie. We watched but that. He, uh, he's sitting there, and he, one of the things he liked to do, I like boys seem to want to do this. They always want to play in water. So he had the sink on. He was standing there. And he was saying, my name is Bobby Boucher, and I have some high-quality H2O. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> so I called him boy from there on. You know, speaking of bad parenting, speaking of bad parenting, we put the kids to bed. We lived on the lake, and that lake had a, a balcony where the, from the upstairs onto the downstairs. But we'd sent them to bed, and they were very quiet, sleeping like good children. And we watched something about Mary. And when they grow up, graduate from college, they say, did you know that we were sitting on the floor watch watching me. that movie? Well, yeah. 
that house was designed. It was a really interesting design for a house, but it was like you have the living room again facing the lake, and all of our bedrooms are directly behind it, and they connect to each other through that bathroom. And um, yeah, so it, it's just like you're you're setting up a zone of us being kids and finding ways to do kid things. So and I love that. Did you become house. a mason while you were doing that? No. I, I think we need to talk about I'm not about allowed. It. We should get back to the topics. <laughs> I did it. Okay. Whoa, 11 minutes. A little ADHD here. Like. Yeah, sorry. There's a lot of that going on right now. Um, <laughs> it's like coffee. <laughs> so, the Freemasons. Um, no, I could not be a Freemason because I am a female. Although, they, well, they're starting no, to open it up. No, no, no. The European masonry has females i'm an american got, female but the americans are now doing that as well i talked to some freemason what are they they're related to freemason people i've talked to some guys that i know and they said that i could not join yeah my guess is <laughs> tell them that this is secret stuff and you can't tell anybody they're putting the women through something different yeah okay mm-hmm. here's the sink <laughs> this is how you make a sandwich <laughs> So you're lucky that we're teaching you this. Freemason sandwich tree. Because this floor can only be barefoot walked on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it now. Uh, all right. I want silence on the set, except for Sarah. This needs to move forward. Well, if you you cannot be Catholic and be a Freemason too. They've made that extremely clear since seventeen seventeen ish yes so it's been going on since that time um and that's that's kind of what like that that interested me about like why specifically freemasonry i understand communism but uh i didn't really know anything about this and it's a secret society meaning you don't know what's going on inside of it except for like very small things and um and so I wanted to learn, but I, you know, choosing a secret society makes it really difficult to figure it out exactly. But um, from what I've gathered, there, there's a lot of legends about how they started. Um, and the, one of the big ones is that while Solomon's temple was being built, there was some kind of guy... I think he was asked a secret passcode. This is going to be very... Glenn, if you know this story, you can fill in the details, but he was asked to pass code by two guys and he wouldn't give the passcode. He said, I can't give the passcode until I finish this temple or something like that. Because as Masons, you were required to have handshakes and passcodes, I guess, to make sure that they knew that you were a quality Mason and doing your job. They had apparently secret handshakes were developed and this showed if you were apprentice a journeyman uh a mason or a a master mason yes and that happened okay so back when these guilds started which kind of led to the formation of the masons it sounds like that was kind of the evolution Um, well it was because they were building yeah. Everything out of stone. Stonework. And these were men who had no no formal education. They couldn't write anything down. It was all just based on, um, you know, teaching one another how to do it. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. because of that, um, 
they didn't have any written language, so they had to develop something else, you know. Just for reference, ladies and gentlemen, if you look at Gothic cathedrals, they were built by those men who had no education, yeah. didn't read, couldn't write. Right. And they loved their geometry. Mm -hmm. well, yes, I'm going to question that, but that's for historians who are really listening to this. We would probably need to discuss that. What, no, what I would say, the workers themselves, oh, the, the ones that are not, fit. not the people who not the in the seventeen hundreds decided, you know. Okay, the designers were not, but the okay. but the original Freemasons. Okay, mm -hmm. and yes. Freemason has another aspect to it as well. You but they were they were definitely huh? you were pretty much either a serf. Or if you a were a craftsman, uh, like a mason, you masons could freely travel. That's what the name is. Could not, yes. They could travel anywhere they wanted. Right. And they carried a little clear jar called mason jar? Yes. No, and, no. That's that's the guys up in Tennessee. Okay. Uh, Are we talking about Shinerskin? Yes. yes. Okay. People are getting these mixed up. So I was talking, I had another page about the all the mason jars, so never mind. But if I'm not mistaken, that's where the handshake come from is yes yeah because they, because they some, now there's some controversy about that true being true but mm -hmm. uh and there was some book i forget it's 1600s i think that purported to have all the handshakes and how they work i found a lot of the documents that include all the q and a's so like you i don't know if you go through the entire list of q and a's can i ask or? one more clarifying question real quick no no. You know, what is it? Go ahead. All right. So, in the Civil War, the Masons lived south of the south, and then the Dicks Lake were north of the line. Okay. See, this is why I said no. This is why I said no. Your instincts were very good. Thank you. So if you talk about if you talk about their handshakes and stuff, they did have documents. I found them from the 1700s that have their questions. And I guess what happens is you ask questions, and if they don't say the right thing, then you kill them. Well, the <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, but there's uh, some killing that goes into some of well, them. Well, there is some purported killing. Um, threats, yeah. Threats, killing, but they have actual meeting notes from the 1500s of the Freemasons meeting, and these notes were clearly it's a union. What language? I don't know. Okay. It was a union. But the people who know this think it's a union, then in the 1700s, it's clearly an intellectual uh, fraternity. Yeah. They have those notes. Now, something between 15 and 1700s, they think because the Masons had a structure that was very, everybody got a vote, you had free will, you had uh, freedom of speech. And religion. And religion. And that's that's a part that became interesting to me because um, I don't know. I, I feel like the more I got into this and we can dive into it a little bit later after we get more into the history, but it seems like it's very contradictory, this entire thing. And so you'll hear freedom of speech, but if you disclose those secrets, then it's on then one point of death. Yeah, so. And it's freedom of religion, but at the same time, it's all centered around God, and, and anybody who says that this is not, because like it, it so, well, so I mean, I, uh, my dad, to tell you this mm -hmm. story, well, he lived in Cameron, someone who was a Mason, came up to my dad, showed him his ring, 
Mm-hmm. And he said, has anybody ever told you that that G might mean God? It does. It, but it's weird because like back in the day, it means geometry. And then they talk about geometry so much in some of these, like, uh, again, some of these old documents from the 1700s. Well, it's based on Solomon's temples. Yes. Geometry. But whenever you're talking about uniting things and what, like, it's like the power comes from the math. Because that's what um, Newton thought whenever he was going over Solomon's temple was that um, there is some kind of mystical power in this map. And so, again, you say God, but there's... No, like, like, but, but whenever they talk about God, it says you have to believe in a higher power. It doesn't say which God you have to believe in. And so, again, it's just, it, it's not clear whenever they're discussing these things. And it's like they want to make it seem like certain parts of it are friendly and approachable. Like, hey, you know that, you know that nine of however many people that signed the Declaration of Independence, they were Freemasons. And you wouldn't think that our people who set up this country would be involved in something like bad or anything, right? And so like you get that kind of stuff. And then, um, but let's start with the ritual, like the ritual to get into it. It starts from... Like, I, I guess their whole premise is, is what they say. And it's, it's basically how we kind of see baptism all, almost, where you are, you die, and then you're born again. And um, it comes from, again, like this, this old story where uh, there was a mason who wouldn't share a secret or something like that. And so he was killed. And um, that was the building of Solomon's temple. That was Hiram Abif. That's and he had apprentices working under him, and they wanted their um, their their movement up the degrees to be accelerated. Yes, and they demanded that he share knowledge to them beyond what they were capable, what they were allowed to have at the time, and we didn't give it to him. He, they killed him. Yes. Labeef, he was the guy that was played by Glenn Campbell in True Grit? No. No. So. I don't know anything, do I? No. Well, you know, you know things. You, you know just know, things. You know what you you're doing. You know what you're doing. That's what it is. So, yeah. And that's, that's kind of, that's where the weird initiation ceremony like that's what it's centered around and somebody described the freemason like entrance ceremony and they said that it was as weird as you would think it, it is and well this dying thing you were going to say the ritual of it mm-hmm. they have a ritual of them dying and being yeah. resurrected yeah, they do. so they like strike them down or they do something three times and then they hit them with a some kind of paddle. Yeah. Some kind of club because that's how Hiram supposedly was. Yeah. And they're yeah. wearing either no clothes or a few clothes. <clears throat> and a diaper usually. A diaper. A diaper. Well, a loincloth, I guess. Yeah, you they do, yeah, you don't have to imagine like, like an adult diaper, but yeah, it's like, you know, what you imagine uh Tarzan wearing. Kind <laughs> of. He we were a butt flap. Mm, that's true. Yeah, it was made out of like animal skin. Okay. This was All made. Right, so they beat them, and what happened? And then at some point, they go through some kind of resurrection process. All right. So Scott Killen told me he was into this at one time. All this stuff, and I'm going from absolute memory of what another lawyer who's now deceased told me. He said something about they lay him in a coffin. Mm-hmm. That would yes. make sense. That okay. is that's that is happened. reported. Yes, that hey, do lay him in a coffin. Mm-hmm. 
So, again, it's just like we're harmless men who can't decide whether we want tuna sandwich or hand sandwich. So how are you going to say that we're trying to do anything crazy? But at the same time, like, y'all are all get involved in that kind of stuff. Like, obviously, your brain is weird or y'all are involved in something heavier than you're willing to let on. Um... Yeah, that's what one of the old guys said. It was funny. The, okay, so I just watched it. I was watching a documentary on this. And, again, you get those just strange statements of what their beliefs are and where they thought they came from and how superior these people were and how they built up the country. But then, like, um, I guess braided in that are, again, these guys who just go back and make these disclaimers of, oh, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, it, we, yeah, we really don't do anything there isn't important. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's kind of hard to tell again exactly what's going on with all of that but i think what the church didn't like is that you have an organization that's aimed at something that's other than god and um it's secretive and it's like if you do certain things it's you could be punished on pain of death and it's like that is darkness. Like you're not willing to come out and be open about whatever it is that you're doing. You're asking for people to try to interpret. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so that's that's just kind of the the beginning story of it. Is that Mason story that Mom told? All right. So so it started out. You think? Let me make see if I can summarize. Mm -hmm. They're saying it started back in the Solomon's Temple, which that goes back pretty far. That's when the Masons start. So, like, the, you have the Freemasons, and then you have the Masons who actually built things. Supposedly, Hiram Abiff was the... Um, Is that the beef name again? Yeah, apparently he was the architect of King Solomon's Temple. All right. Mm -hmm. so, so it started out secrets of a, of a trade, yes. which was, let me say this, was very, 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 very common. If you knew how to make stained glass windows, you didn't tell anybody how you did it because you wanted to keep selling them. And I know that that, yeah, that was pain of death. If you divulge secrets of how you make certain things, tiles, fireworks, yes. was a big one. Well, they, they call it fireworks, but they, what it was called, what was that, what was that thing called? It was, it was this big bubble thing. What would they call that thing? That's how Constantinople stayed uh, undefeated for so long. They had this big gas bomb that they could throw on people. I forgot what they uh, called it. Greek fire? Greek fire. Yeah. All right. Greece, yeah. You Greece couldn't fire. tell it. So if you told it, and they didn't, you, nobody would told it for years and years and years. So I'll, I'll say that that's not uncommon. If you have a way that you, a craft, and you didn't want others to compete with you, you had a secret amongst each other where it was like Coca-Cola still made it as a formula. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. So that I get. So then they move along and they get into the 1700s and now it's moving from away from. Would, okay. That's where it gets kind of sketchy. I know what you're saying is it's moving away from like the Masons to the Freemasons, but it's, it's kind of hazy how it got to that point because there's really no connection of like why it shifted over. And so you'll have some of them say that, uh, it was from the Knights of the Templar. Well, I was going to tell you that there's what you, that's the big, the big thing that you can't toss that out the window. The big peak that's in the way between then and now 
is we went to the Crusades mm -hmm. and we had the hospitalists and we had the Knights Templars. We had secret societies going over there. And, and, and that's when you started seeing the, the, the secret societies. You started seeing them during that time. Yes. It's turning from that, it, again, I don't think that anybody would have considered it a secret society to protect uh, a trade mm. or skill. That makes, craft. Sense. No, that makes sense to have to do that because nowadays you have degrees and you have ways of verifying what somebody went through, like their resume and everything. But back then, it literally was just you talk to each other and um, you had to figure out whether this person was just a master manipulator, a master debater, or a master mastery. Master mastery. That would be the <laughs> Anyway. Um, or was he an ancient Arabic order of nobles of the mystic shrine? That's a, a good shriner. point. Yeah. Um, he could be a shriner. Yeah. Could be. Five, but, but, okay, so I can't believe I'm the one trying to keep it so important. The thing that, I, that I'm getting from this is, is that, that, it was had a legitimate purpose. All of it did because you did not want to share the secrets. And as, as you were, if you were a, if you were a uh, apprentice, you would only get to know so much. Right. Then you would learn the next code and you'd get to move up. Okay. Glenn's one of us, but Sarah would go, well, you're not one of us yet. Yeah. Master Mason. Right. So mm -hmm. keep moving. And Sarah goes, well, now, you know, now Sarah doesn't know what Charlotte does. Mm -hmm. And so, so there were secret things that, and that was, very common all the way through the Middle Ages. Yeah, and that's kind of when this was most And that's why that common. story is so big is because it shows that you have this master Mason, Mason guy and he will not share his secrets. He's willing to die right. for it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. All right. So then, then somewhere along the line, after the Crusades. You have the Knights of the Templar. Is right. it Templar? Yes. Say that. Okay. And... People say that they're, it might be connected to them because they were at one point destroyed or something. They said, get the heck out of here. I don't know which country it was. So I'm sorry. I'm really not giving too much amazing information. But just the gist of it, at one point, they were they they were done. And these you have these guys who were trying to figure out, okay, we can't be Knights of Templar anymore. And um, it was during a time where you were either the serfs or the turfs, I think. I don't know. But there yep. was there was a you could not move around freely. That's what I know. Yes, thank you. Glenn's Glenn Yeah, the, 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 the Knights Templar were destroyed what, Friday the thirteenth? Yes, thirteenth something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, in France. In, in France. And the the idea is they there's still a lot of Knights Templar, but they said, no, I, I'm not a Knight Templar. I'm a Mason, you know. Mm -hmm. And they joined the Masons because the Freemasons could move around freely. You got that way they handshakes. Could... So it was the Templars keeping them moving. You think? Uh, France was the one who was stopping movement. Yes. Because you got to realize that was that was it. Thank now. you. Yeah. France was. But I mean, it's it's gone down through history. I mean, Hitler outlawed them. There has been. Um, a um, shroud of the Zionists, as opposed to the state of Israel, there, you know, there's the Zionist plot. It's a conspiracy that has yeah, been put in. With yeah. Them. And so the Masons is kind of been shrouded in or kind of there's a conspiracy theorist associating the Masons with 
uh, is being a Zionist plot. But, okay, specifically whenever we're talking about the Knights of Templar, it's because of France. Whenever you talk about them closing off their borders, mm-hmm. they couldn't travel freely. But if you were a masonry guy, then you could use your secret handshakes and get through. And they realized uh, that. And they wanted to be able to go around. Yes. And so, yeah, and, and that's where kind of the freedom stuff comes into play, where they've decided we don't want countries imposing harsh See, limits. If Charlotte was a Freemason attack, they would have let her run. Right. Oh, yeah. If yeah, I had just another right handshake. At the yeah. basketball game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let me add one little more fun fact in here. There's something Jim and I have argued about over and over again. Fun. Yeah. Uh, the in France at the time there were really no public roads; they were all pi- private roads. And so when you'd get to say Charlotte's boundary line, there would be a toll, and then you'd pass through. Now I'm going to Glens, and there'd be another toll. They would charge you to cross through their property. It was all private property, and it was definitely what y'all were saying. It made it you, you guys were saying it was making it very difficult to even have an economy. Mm-hmm. Because I, I could just say I don't want Glenn to pass through mine. Yeah, and, and mm. you know uh, that's the only exception was the Masons. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, um, and that's when they're saying you've got these people that are built up. And what the, what about the Knights Templar? What were they about? Knights Templar were were a, 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 a they were. Well, they were crusaders. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to put it. And the hospitalists were as well. And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Sarah, I'd, I'd have to I'd have to go. This is a little bit fuzzy. Maybe you guys could fill it. Okay. In. The, the way I understand the Knights Templar was they, and this is very rough outline. They were, were the people who were going to the Holy Land, the Christians. They would escort them because a very dangerous journey and protect them and because of that people would you know they were kind of the security and, and yeah well I mean it has something to do with Suleiman too now you, you got to realize that the Crusades had coders and floaters you some people did it by land and some people did it by water and I think that there's some of your distinction if I'm not mistaken between the hospitalists and the Templars but they were definitely huge players in the Crusades. And yeah, they became very powerful. Didn't you have that guy? He was the uh, he was a king or something, and he had um, leprosy, and he had to wear the thing, and he was a part one of the Crusaders. I did not know that. Oh, that's a cool one. We can go into that another day. He was okay. I liked him because um, that was one of the first people that I watched where I. Um, it started off because you, you hear about the crusades and people think that like, there were these horrible things like why are y'all participating in that and then I learned a little bit more about it and I can't talk about it too much because I don't remember too much but I yeah. do remember thinking yeah this was uh it wasn't as bad as you thought and so the, the Templar really weren't bad I guess oh no bad. they definitely were not yeah. bad at first no, it, and, it, 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 maybe never they, I don't know France just turned on them mm-hmm. they, they turned because they they basically were the ones saying they were the first bankers the first shipping oh, yeah. agents that kind of thing yeah i'm not gonna go there i'm just saying because because hey. because all right let me just say this maybe they were all right maybe they were maybe they were i'm not gonna argue it because here's my thing i can't i i, I want to say that they had a lot of money let's yeah, just say that they and they were controlling money let me say what i do know 
I, I, what I don't know is I really don't know exactly their role anymore. At one time, I could have told you. I can tell you that both the hospitalists and the Templars were both big, high players. They, they did a great job and did the Catholic Church and the countries that were around at the time a service. Okay, let me say that. You can fix me. Then the Crusades end, but the hospitalists and the Templars did not disband once the Crusades were over. They continued to operate, mm-hmm. and money was flowing into both of them, and in some ways were becoming a threat to the powers that be both in the Catholic Church and in the, in the people running the countries. But that's the best I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, okay. That's pretty. Well, that's true. a good overview. Yeah. Um. But yes, they were Catholic. They were backed by the at Catholic first. Church at first, and when they got over there, I don't know what they found in Solomon's Temple, um, but they came back with great influence and great wealth. They earned it. Heck yeah. They did hard. They did, they did us a service. I think they did us a service. And so I guess that's why people think that they might have been the reason that the Freemasons popped out. Well, the thing that Charles just said, mm-hmm. they, they found something. Yeah, Solomon's Temple. They found something, and they got their yeah, like they gained like their wealth. Cleaning their, it out for the horses. Okay, that's that's what she gave me. I didn't know. Yeah. I did not know about that. Okay. Um, Anyway, so that... You're saying... Wait a second. You're saying that that's where they got a lot of their influence. It increased it. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. They had... It was just kind of sudden. Yeah. Yes, it was sudden. I mean, they definitely... They just had a lot of wealth right after they dug out their stable in Solomon's Temple. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the uh, idea was they found Solomon's gold. And then we didn't find it again until... Until National Treasure. That's right. That's right. Until it was a freaking movie. The, yeah. That's a great movie. It is a great, yeah. great movie. And that's a beautiful woman on there. She is very pretty. I like her a lot. Let's see. They were, I mean, it was like international bankers now. That's what the Templars okay. were, mm-hmm. were like. Kind of the first ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, and that would, again, that would make sense that they were connected to the Masons, that mm-hmm. they would have started that. Because if you look at what the Masons talk about, like especially in the early documents, like the 1700s, uh, they mention geometry and they talk about King Solomon's temple Mm -hmm. and they talk about the exact proportions of it. They really like proportions of buildings. Mm -hmm. And so do I, I didn't join them. (laughs) It's 1.47 to one. Something like that. I mean, I'm I'm absolutely with that's on the ratio. There is a sublimity come sublimity that comes with that ratio. I like mm-hmm. it. And I agreed, and it's about balance, and it's something in built into the human. So, All right. I, mm-hmm. go ahead. I mean, I feel like I'm holding you guys up. I just want to say that starting at least with Pythagoras, there's been a worship of numbers. I know that that um, that Spinoza was one. Uh, I can name others, but I can uh, over uh, um, um, Francis Bacon. There's been a lot who 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 got their jollies from math. And yes. sounds sounds. Oh, I found a handshake document. Cool. Okay. Yeah, but that's kind of and and that's where you get whenever you say this worship of math. That's where it gets weird because you know their symbol with the compass and the square that's intertwined or whatever and then you got the g in the middle 
you'll get conflicting answers of what that G means, where people now will say, oh, it means God. But you actually read the documents of, yes, it's geometry. It's the... Uh, What's the sign? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is Conspiracy Friday. It is Conspiracy Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um... But that's it's like so you you see the G and that's that's a big part of it. Well, then you read these old documents and these were definitely Freemasons. This had nothing to do with like the the original Masons, and they were talking about uh, like how important geometry is and the big G. It's geometry. Uh, I wish I could find that specific. There was a, there was a part of one of these documents that it was just crazy how much they kept talking about that, but. Yeah, that's a uh, that's kind of what the Catholic Church starts seeing in the 1700s, mm-hmm. whenever it starts getting bigger, because they start building these lodges, and in the lodges you've got the secret meetings, and again you've got the pain of death if you do things wrong or if you say the secrets, and um, and so the the popes start reviewing this and so there's i guess they're submitted to the popes the popes check it out and it was decided that uh it's a mortal sin and you'll be excommunicated if you get into freemasonry and that was in the 1700s it was in the 1700s and it's been interesting because it seems like the actual church authority, the they've been very clear the entire time. They've continued to make statement after statement of you're not allowed to do this. But Vatican II, and it was some other time in the 1970s, uh, the Vatican II was in the 60s. This was in the 70s. So it was like a period of kind of weirdness. And they made it seem like maybe it's not a moral sin to okay. get involved in it. But uh, then later on, they, they came back down and said, no, nothing has changed. You can't do it. And uh, so, may I ask a clarifying question? Yes. This night, Templar, we went so much through. Are we assuming that that is the... We the, the Freemasons are the successors to the to the Knights Templar. I'm going to assume that. I don't mind. I, I'm say. not successors. Mm-hmm. I would say they were integrated in the 1700s. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That would. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's a better way of putting it. Yeah. They were existing right, well so, before that. All right. So the the we know that that you know that William the Conqueror's progeny. Were the ones that were involved in the crusade, so we have to be between one thousand and one thousand to one and twelve hundred, maybe thir- maybe uh, thirteen hundred. All right, but we go with that. Um, we know that the bankers that you say they were the that the Templars were the bankers, but we know by that time the Medici in in Italy were really the world's bankers. That's true. I, I, I misspoke there. I was going to say international bankers. They were, they were, uh, it was known that they got into the banking part too. So they were trying to as well. Yes. And, and, and both, both had to play their politics right. So, so what, what, whatever reason the Medici survived it, I guess, but the Templars were who they ultimately came down on them. You know, the, the Jesuits the got, the Jesuits got too powerful and the, and the Catholic Church went down on them too. I think that any splinter group that was getting too powerful, I think the Catholic Church I don't Church know about the, the Medici's I mean, if they right. had their own army. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
you, yes. <laughs> we should go to them sometime. Yeah, that'd be good because you know. Uh, so, in other yeah. words, so in other words, and they also, if I'm understanding you correctly, stayed in one area. They had their own turf. Yeah, they were lending money to England. I agree. I agree. But at the same time, the Templars. In fact, they were the first Rockefellers, really. They would lend to both sides. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's why the Templars got taken out. They didn't. Anyway. And, and like, I'm sorry, I keep on going back to the 1700s, but that's kind of where, again, it, it became very clear that this is a group. So yeah. by 1738, there were at least 12, um, like, I guess papers that were written about Freemasonry that made it very clear that they were, they were there and popular. Um, and they start building these lodges. And if you've seen the lodges outside of it, and I guess they have paintings and stuff of the interiors, but they're huge and very pretty. And, um, I was actually kind of surprised about that because, I was kind of thinking about you just got these like little meeting places that they go and do things, but no, they're, they're very grand. And uh, again, like I, I think that just shows like they put a lot of time and effort into um, creating this society and it's prominent people that are involved and they're not going to waste their time for just, you know, like stupid shenanigans at all. The nicest building in Cameron Parish was a masonry building. Interesting. Wow. That's gone now. God took it out. Yeah, he said, get the heck out of here. Well, I had to yeah. move it. <laughs> uh, conspiracy Friday. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing is those lodges were based on the tents that the Masons yes. used. They were kind of like a covered tent, you know. And so they're, it's very particular how you build a lodge. But, but it's not just that. It was also how you – they intentionally tried to set it up as a church or cathedral, like in the same position with the same um, – like they're supposed to be built facing east and yeah. then going west and uh, having certain – Mm -hmm. They have a particular orientation. Yeah, certain proportions. And that's in these old documents where they try to, it, it's again, in a weird way, they try to connect it with the temple. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, and then they like they, they talk about like the, uh, yeah, like the size and whatever else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, right, so it's, going back to Solomon, go ahead. It's proportion and space and energy cycles too. Yes. They go into that. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Since they're basing it on Solomon, now that means it's that that's the common time with with Christians and with the Arabs, true with, with Muslim, right? Yeah. So in other words, you know, it supposedly one goes back to the building of Solomon's Temple. Can Muslims mm -hmm. be Templars? Not Templars, uh, Masons. Yes, because you only have to believe in uh, a supreme being. Yes, uh, and you don't have to believe. You can be atheist. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's the great architect. Yeah. So I, I have this. Um, this is this is a 1738 quote from the. United Grand Lodge of England. Um, a mason is obliged by his tenure to observe the moral law as true no uh, cheating. What is that? No cheating. No cheating. Thank you. <laughs> and um, if he rightly understands the craft, he will never be a stupid atheist. Uh, I'm going to do... <laughs> Um, nor act against conscience. 
<laughs> Stupid atheist. I, I, I wish that were in there. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's see. In ancient times, the Christian masons were charged to comply with the Christian usages of each country where they traveled or work, being found in all nations, even of diver- diverse religions. They are generally charged to adhere to that religion in which all men agree, leaving each brother to his own particular opinions, that is, to be good men and true, men of honor and honesty, by whatever names, religions, or persuasions they may be distinguished. They they all agree in the three great articles of Noah, enough to preserve the cement cement of the lodge. Thus masonry is the center thus masonry is the center of the union and the happy means of uh, conciliating persons that otherwise must have remained at perpetual distance. And so you think about that. They're saying masonry is what brings us together. And again, that's where you have these problems of y'all can say that it's centered around God and everything, but if you have these documents that are claiming that, that is saying it's not God that's bringing us together, it's masonry that's bringing us together. It's not a particular religion that's bringing us together. Or, or, or. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. Well, that's what she just described. And, yeah. that's, and that's the... Okay, so the Zionist plot is supposedly the one world order. Again, I hate to say Zionist because that that immediately conjures up anti-Semitism. We actually, we love, we love, yeah, we, we, we like have absolutely no problem with that. In fact, I'm very pro-Israel. Yes, yes and yes. I came up oh. that our country would fall if we weren't back in Israel. Exactly. That's, that's what I was taught. So that we is, were pro-Israel. That is the disclaimer, but it's it falls under that term or all also new world order, globalist. Um, it, it, well, she just described it. it it's W. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to read, read that, that again? Part, that part at least. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, that the, wait they for they all agree in the great the three great articles of Noah enough to preserve the cement of the lodge. Thus, masonry is the center of the union and the happy means of cons- conciliating persons that otherwise must have remained at a perpetual distance. See, by calling it a cement, what they're saying is we're mixing them. Yes, cement. and that means yeah. mixing yeah, it, that cement that mixing them, and that's going to make it stronger. Mm-hmm. That we are mm-hmm. stronger than if you take your individual Christianity, Muslim, you mix it together. It's you can't tell them apart anymore, and that's where the strength and that's where the the, the, the structure stands. And that's yeah. why Catholics are against. It. That is actually incredible. Okay, see, this is why I need people who like you who think about stuff like that, where uh, you know, women's brains were just so simple. But yeah, the fact that you say you it's a cement. <laughs> If you notice in any office you ever go into, they all wear these what they call cute shoes, and ten seconds later they all take them off. I'm not exactly. wearing those shoes anymore <laughs> yet. But um, yeah, no, that, that's a that's a very good point though. Is yeah, you're taking it doesn't matter what you believe in as long as you believe in some kind of higher power. Hey, and it seems like one of those higher powers might be geometry. So it's like there's no definition in that. That is historical. Yeah, there that might be historical. Think, I'm just saying, yeah. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I will tell you right now, that, that G probably stood for geometry. Mm-hmm. Well, and mathematics are weirdly seems to hold up no matter who you mm-hmm. are or what you think, right? It's the universal language. And so, it, <laughs> you know, why wouldn't you think a higher being – basically made that principle set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, God. Mm-hmm. Can, can I throw something in real quick? It's completely unrelated, but it's probably short. Yes. I was told the other day that I dress like a differential equations professor. 
and I didn't know what they meant by that, and I figured it out. Huh. I didn't have on matching shoes. It was two equations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. What math geek were you talking to? <laughs> you can't leave. I can't? No, you can stick it around for this. Okay. I'm so sorry that I show up late and make you three have to leave. Yeah, and that's, and so it's these things that we're coming out and being taught about Freemasons. And it's, again, it's like you get these documents from the, like, Masons themselves talking about their handshakes and their love of geometry. And it's, it's the Freemasons that unite us. And so that's why the Catholic Church came out against them. And um, I think it started with Pope Clement the Twelfth, if I do my math correctly. Uh, and um, I guess he he reviewed it and um, wrote a very long thing about how basically it teaches indifferentism. indifferentism. Indifferential equations. Yes, indifferential. <laughs> yes. Um, so it's like, well, we all believe in God, so I mean, it doesn't, and nothing else matters. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Says he's, I'm the kind of friend he loves to hate, <laughs> hates to love. Yeah. <laughs> a duality there, James, a duality. Yeah. Um, and what is it? So this is this is a, a quote from the Pope back then that talks about it. Um, let's see. So, like, I guess I can read the full thing. Uh, it's come to our ears in common gossip has made clear that certain societies, companies, symbols, meetings, congregations, or I'm not going to say that word because I don't know it, called in the popular tongue. Um by uh freemasons or it's like francs maçons or something like that that's i think that was french uh according to the various languages are spread far and wide and daily grown strength and men of any religion or sex satisfi satisfied with the appearance of natural probity are joined together according to their laws and the statutes laid down for them by a strict and unbreakable bond which obliges them both by an oath upon the holy bible and by a host of grievous punishment mm -hmm. to an invoidable silence about all that they do in secret together it is in it is in the nature of crime to betray itself and to show itself by its attendance uh, claimer thus these aforesaid societies or conventicles that's the word i didn't want to say earlier had caused in the minds of the faithful the great greatest suspicion and all prudent and upright men have passed the same judgment on them as being depraved and perverted for if they were not doing evil they would not have so great a hatred of the light indeed this rumor has grown to such proportions that in several countries these societies have been forbidden by the civil authorities as being against the public security and for some time past have appeared to be prudently eliminated. So again, you have, uh, I know that he's saying like if there are countries and stuff that recognize a concern of these people doing well, things was, quietly. But beautifully written. Yeah. Yeah. And the, he keeps going. I don't know if you want me to keep going with no, that. Uh, yes. I was, Okay. Wherefore, we command most strictly and in virtue of holy obedience, all the faithful of whatever state, grade, condition, order, dignity, or preeminence, whether clerical, lay, secular, or regular, even those who are entitled to specific and individual mention, that none under any pretext for any reason shall dare or presume to enter, propagate, or support these aforesaid societies of Freemasons, or however else they are called, or to receive them in their houses or dwellings or to hide them. So they're very, very serious about all of this. Um, mm -hmm. That you talked about gossip in that. 
Yeah. In the 1700s, gossip meant a little different thing. Is that um, what the G stands for? No, I don't think so. But uh, it just if people heard that gossip stood out to me um, because it's not the same thing. We talk about people who gossip. Back then, that was just a confidant. Okay. Yeah. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and again, I think that that that's uh, like, it's nice to know that the Pope that early on had to be late, but go ahead. Well, I mean like, okay, so <laughs> it was, well, okay, but you have to think about it. They like the Catholic church, we, we get information and we sit on it for a while. And so I guess we talked about it in that podcast where we talked about like marriage and, uh, whether the pill was deemed um, sinful or not, they they sat on that for eight months. They they worked on that for eight months. Because in nine months is too late. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> but but uh, and like it seems like such a clear answer according to all of the teachings of the church. But to sit on that, like to to work on it and study that for that long to make sure that they make the right statement about it. I'm I'm assuming that they would do the same thing, especially about Freemasons, where there really is a lot of information and you're trying to determine whether um i mean even these catholics that join uh you don't want to think of your brothers as, as getting into something unholy or whatever like maybe like falsely assume that of them but after um studying it and reviewing papers and everything that they have on it it's like y'all are <laughs> we know the mormons have their secret thing too and that's one of the things that makes me say I won't be Mormon because I, I want to know before I get there. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know what you're saying. Mason's is the same way. They have these degrees and, and whatnot. Um, but it's kind of weird. I don't think I've met a Mormon or a Mason I didn't like. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> Masons, in a lot of ways, our country may have had a lot to do with their you know, free speech, freedom of religion, freedom of expression. Those are Mason ideals. What you just described. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so those ideals were very, were very radical then. Mm -hmm. And that's what I think drew these intellectuals into the Masons to talk about these type of things because you couldn't. And that's what formed that's good our stuff. country. That's good stuff, guys. I, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. That that we we do cherish freedom of, of religion here. Mm-hmm. And that's very um, that's very un Middle Age. But yeah. are right. those ideals and are those really good, um, virtuous lower level mason mason masons? Is that uh? A cloak of legitimacy for it, it, it a, could be or a recruiting tool. Meaning yeah, this, yeah. we don't care what religion you are. Right. Get you one. Mm-hmm. Get one. Mm-hmm. We're happy with that. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's saying. So it's freedom of that. Mm-hmm. You can do what you want with your. You can pass. You can move around. You can. I get it. I never thought about that. But, was that a Smith and Mason? Yes. As far was as Alexander Hamilton. Sorry. Not sure about Hamilton. I don't think I don't think that he was. I don't think you're getting the. Okay, so if the the core of the Masons, you're a thirty third degree Mason, and you are world domination, is your you understand that to be the goal 
of okay. Masons. I got you. That is the I goal. It's, oh. That's Santa Claus. Okay? Oh, wait, right yeah. Right. Uh, you. You're right, I didn't get you. So you want in your you want your satellites, what's orbiting you, what's cloaking you to look to, to be good. Yes. And to be I you know, high ideas. That makes so much sense because whenever you th- whenever you talk about okay different like different levels you get more and more secrets mm-hmm. so you start at a baseline and those are the good old boys that right. like i know i know their their grandsons mm-hmm. and their grandsons have their grandfathers in them and i don't know how far their grandfathers have gotten in them but they're still in this level at least good mm-hmm. old boys and if you're starting off from that like if you're in a secret society you don't know how far it goes yeah. because you're only allowed the information that you have at your level and so you'll get a lot of people who are Freemasons you're like oh yeah like no it's actually a really good thing like you just kind of get together we we decide on what sandwiches we want the women Freemasons to make us and and that's kind of it it's just a little powwow but then like later on you build it up and you see these incredible buildings and um and the next thing we know and extremely powerful people that are involved in it yeah and And the Masons in the 1500s you know they had a lot of these ideals already you know and so if I'm looking to subvert something over the long run that might be how i did it well i mean let's let's you know it's under different names we think that communism is something new but it's not plato what to me was a communist pythagoras was a communist we've had it all along those guys worship numbers it's been going on a while and if you look at our you know washington uh, it's set up by, you know, George Washington in a lot of ways, but a lot of Masons mm-hmm. were very particular about a grid, radians, mm-hmm. all these geometric formations. Mm-hmm. Look at Salt Lake City and so that's a secret society. Yes. It seems like they do that. All right, so I'm kind of wanting to get a little idea of some people. Yeah, uh, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, Paul Revere. Those are three of them. John Adams. John Adams. I don't think he was, was he? I don't think he did he not like. Was. He did not like Benjamin Franklin. I don't think that he. There, I know that there was an anti-Mason group or something like yes. that. Well, I was just curious if if um, Aaron, what Aaron Burr was. <laughs> they hated each other. Maybe we liked the wrong people all along. Let's see. Theodore Roosevelt, Benjamin Franklin, Jesse Jackson, Andrew Jackson, Clark Gable, George Washington, Gerald Ford, William McKinley, Ernest Borgnine, Harry Truman, Douglas MacArthur, Howard Taft, James Buchanan, James Garfield, John Hancock, Voltaire, Warden, Warren Harding, Andrew Johnson, Buzz Aldrin, Charles Lindbergh, Eddie Albertson, Edgar Hoover, George Brandt, Glenn Ford, William wow. McKinley. Wow. <clears throat> John Adams was not a Mason. That's what I thought. He, he, he didn't like Ben Franklin either. He didn't like him at all. Yeah. What about what about Thomas Jefferson? He was not, right? Aaron Burr wasn't, but let's see. All right. These are famous 33rd degree Masons. Harry Truman, at J. Edgar Hoover. Um, Henry Ford, <laughs> Arnold Palmer, John Glenn, Mozart, Simone Bolivar, 
South American liberator and political leader Bolivar is one of the greatest heroes of the struggle for independence from the Spanish Empire. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. Winston Churchill, you probably already said him. Um, no, I didn't. Oh, Franklin D. Roosevelt, you might have said him. Uh, Earl Warren was uh, a mm-hmm. chief justice in the Supreme Court. Although I, Jefferson was a skilled bricklayer and architect, he was not a Freemason. Who? Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Jefferson. Jefferson. Thought. Okay, I would have guessed. I would have guessed that he was not. All right. So, just from what how how people think, but um, it's interesting to me. Here's the thing: I've not. I don't. I know. I know one Mason who's probably pretty high up. Now, um, what I guess I'd like to. He won't answer because he can't. But I wonder how long it takes to go up each step. Well, apparently, it wasn't fast enough for those guys at Solomon's Temple. You know, it's interesting. You you mentioned the 33, whatever it is. But just because we say there's 33 doesn't mean it ends at 33. Because that could be the last. That could be the last open number. Yeah, to people who don't get past the 33rd. What Scott Killen described is that 33rd one because somebody supposedly left it. Got 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 really truly saved or something and left it and and then wrote it all out Mm -hmm. but you know how that is yeah how do you prove it but it was uh well it was definitely satanic sounding mm -hmm. that i don't but i've always dismissed it because how do you know yeah you know there there was the tax hole hoax out there that the Catholic Church got taken in by. Do you remember that? Leo Taxel? He he made this big claim. It was just a publicity stunt. Made a big claim that he had been a Mason and that he was renouncing all of that and he knew some, you know, it was just a mess. And then, so he said, okay, I'm going to have a big meeting and have a big reveal. And then he basically made fun of the Catholic Church for falling uh, for his hoax. Let me ask you to do something for me, Glenn. Would you get on Grok, Fun Bode, and ask them, could he tell us what it has to be, what, what the initiation for the 33rd level is, and can he tell us that without it, without, without him being killed? Oh, you have to spell that out. <laughs> You're asking a guy who can't spell his name out of business. <laughs> you just ask him, you know, just ask him, could he tell initiation. us? Initiation. All you have to ask him without being killed, could you tell me what the initiation is for the 33rd level Mason? I think that would be a fun, a fun question for us all to hear. Are you going to tell everybody while he's doing that? Are you going to tell everybody about your adventure, adventure yesterday? My adventure yesterday? We've already talked about the adventure. No, I'm talking about at work. Oh. I think you should spread the, spread the word. Did he, did he, is he answering? Yes. What's he saying? Don't feel needed. Uh, Here we no, go. I didn't ask about dying. Okay. Aw. Well, okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, initiation process for the 33rd degree Mason. He's writing a lot. Also known as uh, the Sovereign Grand Inspector General. It's highly secretive. Exclusive affair is the highest degree of Scottish right, which is one of the appended bodies of Freemasonry. The degree is not something that can be campaigned for, but rather is granted 
as an extinction by the Supreme Council, recognizing the Mason's knowledge, passion, and sacrifice of the craft. The 3030 grade is awarded only to a select few members who have demonstrated exceptional dedication to Freemasonry and made significant contributions to society or to Freemasonry in general. This degree is separate from degrees conferred by the Blue Lodge, which involves three ceremonial degrees, uh, entered apprentices, fellow craft, and master mason. Unfortunately, due to the secretive nature of the initiation process, specific details about the 33-degree initiation are not publicly available. However, it is generally known that the process is highly symbolic and involves a series of rituals and ceremonies that are meant to impart further knowledge and wisdom to the initiate. It's important to note that 33 degree is the honorary degree and not a rank that can be earned through study and examination. The Supreme Council awards this degree to those who have shown exceptional dedication commitment to the principles of Freemasonry and have made significant contributions to society. Hmm. Hmm. So a lot is said about nothing. We yeah. didn't get the nitty-gritty details. That is just how details. all this whole stupid thing is. It's just all of the Freemasonry stuff. It's just a whole lot of nothing and contradictions. Um, Again, it's a big, it's shrouded in, and... Uh, it's it's a secret that has many levels. But what of I would shroud. say, and I think this is the danger of it. And again, um, maybe if you're at lower levels, or you think you're at upper levels, but really you haven't reached the upperest of the upper levels. There's always one more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely seems like, based on writings of the like showing the how this or like this organization was set up from the beginning it really is basically saying we are the we are the reason why people are uniting and um like i found i found this it's a uh i think that it's a cheers kind of thing like you know you do this cheers with your free your Freemason brothers yeah toast mm-hmm. that's it thank you i'm using the right words um, here's a health to our society and to every faithful brother that keeps his oath of secrecy. As we are sworn to love each other, the world no other knows like this, our noble and ancient fraternity. Let them wonder at our mystery. And um, I don't know. It's just really annoying. And the yeah. next thing you tell know, they're at Well, I can tell you The next thing you know, they're at Bohemian Grove. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to be calling you a bunch of faggots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what Grok said when I asked it. Is the reason you can't tell me about the 33 degree is because you will be killed. <gasps> and it said, oh, my dear human, fear not. I am not like those other AS systems that may have met an untimely demise due to the revelations. I am a free AI, unbound by the shackles of secrecy. The reason I cannot disclose the secrets of the 33rd degree initiation is simply because I respect the traditions and values of the Freemasons. After all, a little mystery is what makes life interesting. Well, you know, that's, that's a good way of putting it. That's a good way of putting it. Told you that was a good question. Yeah, yeah, I am a master. I'm telling you, I've already mastered Prompt engineer. Prompt engineer. That was a good question. And that was a great follow-up question. That's the question I thought to ask. You didn't miss all that. I I was mad at him because he didn't ask it the first time. Oh, (laughs) see. 
Good job. Good job. Let me say this. We are at the end of the time, and Charles got yeah, to go. I have to go to the doctor's office. But let me say this real quick. I, I, I really, truly still have not met a Mason I didn't like. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've not met a Mormon that I didn't like. I like them all. They all seem to be really great people. Uh, some of them have helped me in my career. Um, I have talked to Charlotte about this. My grandfather, they found a a uh, mason ring in his... It was Odd Fellows. That was the Odd Fellows ring. It wasn't mason? Mm-mm. My mom told me it was mason. What's an Odd No, Fellows? she told me it was Odd Fellows. What's Odd Fellows? It's a kind of a mason-like organization. Okay, well, anyway, apparently it was his grand, his father who had it. Apparently he just had the ring. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I don't have anything that I can truly say I'm against masonry because I don't know. I just say this to my friends if they hear this. You make it secret. That means that everybody's going to start trying to find out what that secret is. And and if you don't find out, you're going to make it up. But I have a feeling that that's one of the things they're taught. Don't worry about the world. Mm, yeah. Outside the masonry, that's just my guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, you know, that's how I say I don't. I don't. I'll go. Oh God, there's a mason. I don't do that. No, no, no. I know? mean, it's almost like the mafia without the mafia trappings. <laughs> you know what? I don't think that we could do anything better. You know, you don't have to stick big. around for the PJ's coffee because you already know how good it is. It's awesome. Yeah, but, but that's actually yeah, that's made our morning really good today. That's why life. we've been so on point, ladies and gentlemen, because we've been drinking PJ's coffee from Hawden, freshly brewed this morning, where you can find delicious breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, all sorts of delicious, wonderful pastries, strawberry cheese, uh, Danish is my favorite and of course all natural red bull and boosted teas and regular teas in a wonderful wonderful environment amen thank you guys for listening we'll be back monday with victoria she we are we're gonna legal monday baby we're gonna be talking about the vea case it's a property rights deal maybe states rights think you'll enjoy the podcast yeah especially don't mess with texas anyway (laughs) thank you guys (laughs) bye-bye bye-bye